0: They're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive.
1: Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. In middle Georgia, they are your local wealth advisors at Security First Asset Management. And uh, I'm Ron Stutz, hanging out with Bill and Daniel for a while today. And uh, guys, it's really good to be with you. Hey, Ron. Ron, It's good to have you back, buddy. Yeah, I haven't uh, done a show with you guys in uh, quite some time, so I've been looking forward to this. Well, good. We are, too. Well, you know, you have... uh, We're stoked. (laughs) i'm glad to hear you're so excited about it let me put your phone number out there first for everybody so you know how to get in touch with daniel and bill 800-987-1443 that is 800-987-1443 you can call right now if you like and just leave a message 800-987-1443 that'll put you in touch with security first asset management you'll get a call back and then you can arrange a time to to come in whenever that is well we have a Great question from one of our listeners to start out the show today, guys. And uh, it's from Hank in Macon. And Hank says, I've heard that you need to have between 15 and 20 times your annual salary and savings to be able to retire comfortably. Do you think that's accurate? You want to take that one, Daniel? Yeah, I'll give that a shot, Hank. You know, a lot of this really depends on your
2: budget. I always hear there's a magic number. The magic number is really how much do you want to spend? So, uh, for example, if you make 100,000 a year and you save 1.5 million dollars which would be 15 year times your annual salary, well, what if you have a pension? What if your pension covers all of your expenses? You may not need to have the same amount saved as what you think. So what we recommend is to chart out and then look at a forecast of your income streams in retirement. Everything centers around your budget, how much you're going to need to spend and we plan for an increasing income, but you never want to just assume the general rules of thumb like that and the 4% rule, which is 4% of your portfolio, withdraw that over time, you'll never run out. Those are generally not good ideas to use, so don't just use that generalization. What you want to do is look at your budget and uh, figure out your other streams of income that you have coming in to offset what your income needs are, then we start looking at how much do you need to have saved. So let us do a lifetime income blueprint for you, and you won't even have to think twice about that.
1: Well, Hank, I hope that helps with your question. Hope it's a good day for you in Macon. And now to generate even more excitement in the show today bill danner is here with the fact of the week bill what oh, you got man. Uh, man we're excited aren't we <laughs> let's <laughs> stoked. hear it, man
3: stoked okay Absolutely. I bet you, uh, this is another form of our inefficiencies in our government mm-hmm. ready okay and this is taken from quartz on june 29th so recent okay here we go the u.s mint made over 1.3 billion nickels in 2017 wow Losing $9.5 million making them. <laughs> y- you see, the copper and the nickel in a five-cent piece
2: mm-hmm.
3: went up in price and now costs about seven cents to produce. <laughs> My <laughs>
2: gosh, that's not
3: surprising, is it?
1: <laughs> real so it, real so efficiency they, in government. Yeah, for but sure. here's the, here's the other thing. We should ca- give them
3: more money. <laughs> we probably should. The, the, other, the other caveat to this is that if they change the composition of the nickel, It would not be easy because vending machines and coin counters in America use conductivity to delineate different types of coins. Oh, mm. my
1: goodness. Yeah. And
3: so reprogramming would cost tens of billions of
1: dollars. Oh, my
2: gosh. Wow. Well, no such thing as a temporary government program.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everybody's taxes ought to have to go up so we can cover all that expense. Yeah, that's <laughs>
3: right. So, so your nickel's worth seven cents. Go go sell it.
2: They'll do better next time. They'll yeah, do better really. next time. Don't but
1: use it. Sell it. That's terrible. Well... <laughs> Thanks for the fact of the week. I appreciate that. And uh, let's talk about something a little bit more pleasant, if you don't mind. Let's talk about (laughs) legacy planning. Most people realize that it's usually best to have an estate planning attorney helping them with their estate plan, but it's also important for the financial advisor, like you guys, to be part of that conversation. As the advisor, what role do you typically play in estate and legacy planning?
2: Well, we certainly talk about this all the time with our clients. Uh, Last night we had a nice get-together with some of our clients and their friends, and this is one of the topics that came up, uh, legacy planning. How do we make sure that what you've done gets passed on in the way you want it? one thing we do basically is kind of play a central role like a kind of a quarterback role. You need people involved. You need attorneys involved sometimes and estate planning attorneys. One thing we always make sure of is that that people's beneficiaries are properly listed and keep that up to date. But we encourage people to have up to date wills if they have trusts to make sure they're properly set up. But uh, the main thing is to kind of pull it all together for them and introduce them to the appropriate people be it state planning attorneys or CPAs, whoever needs to be involved in the process, we help engage that conversation and play a central role in
1: pulling it all together. You got to make sure you cover all those different bases. That's for sure. You have to. I, I know that we've talked about this before. That you know, some people leaving a legacy is just absolutely paramount in importance to them. Other people don't really care so much. How do most of your clients view their legacy? Are most people trying to leave a lot of money to their kids and grandchildren, or are they more focused on their own retirement lifestyle?
3: I think first and foremost, most of them are probably. Uh, I would say probably 90% or more are focused on, let's get through ourselves and not reduce our lifestyles and live comfortably. If we have something left over, then fine. If not, okay. Yeah. But you know, there's still that, I think deep inside most people, they do want to leave something. But we try to encourage our, our clients to let's focus on, on you first and making sure that you know all the things you want to accomplish in life, all the things you want to be, all the things you want to do are properly funded so you don't outlive your money. And then if there's something left over, then we can help you plan for your grandkids and your children, whatever else you want to leave behind in a legacy. But there's ways to also cover that. You know, sometimes we talk about the the power of life insurance. Right. If you really want to give your kids a a tax-free or your grandkids a tax-free benefit, maybe we look at funding something like that for folks and let them spend their last dollar on their last day and let their family inherit some money.
1: Well, a lot of stuff to negotiate when you're talking about, you know, when you pass away, what you're going to leave behind and and you want to make things as easy for your heirs uh, and your family, you know, when when you're gone. But what are some basic mistakes? that you often see people making in their estate planning
2: well the biggest mistake i see is if they don't do it when we first meet with folks a lot of times they don't have those things together and we remind them to get that list in order we want them to check off the to-do list so they can focus on who they want to be instead of having to deal with the day-to-day things like that but one big mistake i see is overlooking the negative impact taxes have on your estate You can plan ahead if if you're in your 50s or 60s and you've got several decades ahead of you. There's ways to reduce the tax burden on the upcoming generation or whoever you're going to transfer the wealth to. Unfortunately, most people save money in IRAs through their employer. You know, eventually it becomes a self-directed IRA. And when people inherit those, there's a lot of mistakes that are made. So if... Passing wealth to the next generation is a top priority for folks. We have to bring it to their attention that IRAs are the worst way to do that. We want to try to get the wealth transferred in more tax-efficient methods. Bill mentioned one, life insurance, real estate, Roth IRAs. Those things are much more tax-efficient
1: than IRAs are. We've got one more question here in regards to legacy planning on retirement income solutions today. Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith here, of course, with Security First Asset Management. And uh, that question is... When it comes to legacy planning, describe a situation where you've been part of constructing a legacy plan for someone who came into Security First Asset Management wanted you to help them, and you put together a plan for them, and you felt it was a particularly interesting plan.
3: Yeah, one comes to mind. I a new client a few years back, a husband that just recently passed away, and uh, she's quite... Uh, well-set herself, so she really doesn't need a lot of her assets uh, because she has uh, pensions and the Social Security incomes and things like that coming in. So she was in a situation where and continues to be in a situation where she has to take uh, sizable amounts of money from her IRA and really doesn't need to spend the money. She just has to take out the requirement of the distributions. And so what we did was um, structure those so that her children, her living two sons, could receive those and then the balance of her non-qualified monies which were sizable we structured uh, a couple different ways she wanted to make sure that her grandchildren received something and uh, she was concerned about their college education and and their future in general so we put the several different layers of uh, things to address the college education and uh, have some money put away for their future and savings to buy homes and things like that so we created a, a plan based on several lines of, of descendants, so to speak, from children to grandchildren and so on. And, uh, and we funded part of it with life insurance because the money has to come out of the IRA. And instead of going back into a saving account for the kids, uh, we put a couple life insurance policies in place to uh, facilitate the transfer of uh, the estate and the assets to the grandchildren so that they could fund their college. It was, it was fun putting together because there's a lot of pieces to it.
1: Some listeners are out there, certainly um, all over Middle Georgia, who need help with uh, not only planning for their retirement, but specifically help with their legacy planning and would like to call you and arrange a time to, to come in and talk about all that. What do you have to offer those folks who come in? If you call us right now,
3: we're going to custom design for you an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you need a full-blown retirement plan. There's no obligation or cost for this initial review if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. Here's what you can expect. We'll run a fee report to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized lifetime income blueprint using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we'll take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So if you call right now, you'll get a comprehensive financial review for no cost and no obligation. 800-987-1443.
1: 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. That'll put you in touch with Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner at Security First Asset Management serving Middle Georgia wherever you are. You can go to the website if you like, go to complete completetheplan.com, completetheplan.com, and you can also check them out on Facebook. You might be able to find an 8x10 color photo of Daniel Neesmith suitable for framing if you go there. Retirement yes, it's very handsome <laughs> retirement income solutions <laughs> just search that on facebook and you'll find them but again that phone number and this is so important go ahead and make the phone call now don't procrastinate 800 987 this is retirement income solutions with bill and dan and we'll have more coming up on today's show
0: what should be the number one concern if you're approaching retirement income planning It means making sure that your money can support you and your family for the rest of your lives. Here in middle Georgia, meet with the Security First Asset Management Team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Extra, extra, read all about it. Welcome
1: back to Retirement Income Solutions. Ron Stutz here along with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. Wherever you are in middle Georgia, they can help you put together a plan for your retirement. And here's a number to call to make that happen. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Get in touch, get on the calendar, and come in and have a conversation. You know, interesting things in the news these days. There's something brand new every single day. It's really hard to keep up. But one thing I wanted to mention to you today is so far this year, most of the growth of the S&P 500 is driven by only a half dozen companies. Facebook, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Netflix, and Apple. Now, since those are all technology and web-related companies, do you think we're setting ourselves up for another downturn like the dot-com crash?
2: Well, that's a great question, and I think the big part of that is the fact that these companies actually all have legitimate earnings and are producing things and are growing. Now, they may be overvalued, but the dot-com crash was a lot more widespread. You know, there was companies that were just startups, people were funding, and uh, it was a lot more widespread overvaluation in the technology industry industry. Now, I do believe that since they do account for the growth of the S&P, anytime you buy an index fund, you're automatically overweight those stocks and they get extra shares of their stocks purchased when people do buy index funds because the fund is forced to buy more shares of those stocks. So they get helped by the fact that they're included in the, in the index. But I wouldn't say that it's going to be a widespread uh, technologies-focused downturn like the dot-com crash simply because, uh, you know, there was mostly startup companies that didn't have earnings that were vastly overvalued back then.
3: I remember well the dot-com and this little price per share on stocks that had never turned to profit was just unbelievable. It was all, all driven by uh, greed and uh, something new. So I agree with uh, Daniel and his assessment. These companies are all well-established. They do good at what they do. They do extremely well at what they do, and they may get hurt in a downturn, but certainly their values are very, very high, and you
1: need to be concerned about buying on the high side. Well, back then, the dot-com crash, I mean, it was so much based on speculation and how wonderful they all were going to be, and they hadn't really shown an ability to make money yet. That's what I said. It was something right. new.
3: It was a new industry, and yeah. people went crazy. This, these are seasons companies. These aren't something brand new. They're not startups.
1: Yeah. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. And they are, of course, your local wealth advisors at Security First Asset Management. I'm Ryan Sutz. There's more coming up. Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? At Security First Asset Management, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith Smith take pride in looking after their clients' best interests. They strive to educate you about the financial world and want to build a plan to help you thrive for the rest of your life. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation by calling 800 987 1443. That's 800 987
0: Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. This might seem intuitive, but did you know it's illegal to drive a car through a playground in Dublin? Don't make a financial wreck out of your retirement plan. Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Welcome back to Retirement
1: Income Solutions. I'm Rod Stutz, and I have the opportunity to spend a little time here with Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner of Security First Asset Management, your local wealth advisors, and also retirement income certified professionals and national social security advisors. They do a lot of things, and in fact, I could spend the entire show giving you all their credentials, but uh, I won't do that. I'll just give you their phone number, 800-987-1443 that is 800-987-1443 that's your number to call to get in touch and then you can arrange a time to come in and have a conversation this is our segment called getting to know you we want you to get to know these guys bill and dan as well as you possibly can so uh, let me ask you a quick question here would you rather live in the wilderness far from civilization Well, it sounds like a really off-the-wall question, doesn't it? Would you rather live in the wilderness, far away from civilization, or in the middle of a very densely populated city? What do you think?
2: Well, I think I think that we both already know the answer. to That we both live in the wilderness.
1: <laughs> we,
2: we drive a long way to get to work. <laughs> I think <we've, laughs> yeah, I we, yeah, like, uh, we
3: Daniel's out in the middle of nowhere, and so am I. My closest neighbor is a quarter mile away. So is that
2: wilderness? Mine's uh, about a quarter mile away too. I call that wilderness in today's speak. You know, people are blown away that can't see your own neighbors. But I like to live out there. Great, good place to raise kids. I think you had the same idea. That's the reason we did it. I mean, we. You you know, it's not that we're antisocial
3: or anything like that. But, you know, uh, I don't wake up on Saturday mornings to somebody's lawnmower.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> don't true. have to worry about loud car speakers
3: or no, anything any like that. stuff any of that kind of
1: stuff. Yeah, I can rugged. see
2: the stars in the sky. at Absolutely. Night. There's all kind of benefits so, to living in I country. guess we live
1: in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, uh, you don't have to worry about a lot of traffic and everything either so you know that's a that's uh, a big advantage
3: our biggest issues is roadkill and deer <laughs> you got to watch out for the deer <laughs> yep. well
1: all right let's take another question here we have uh, we get great questions an uh, email question came in from Marie and Warner Robbins marie says she wasn't planning to move but her dream home just came on the market her current home is paid off already but she'd have to take out a mortgage if she bought this one. She goes on to say, I'm retiring in five years, so is it a bad idea for me to have a mortgage? Well,
3: first, thanks for giving us a call. We appreciate you signing on there, Marie, and asking us a question. In most instances, we encourage folks to not go into retirement with a lot of debt, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the same kind of advice we'd give to everyone. First and foremost, if we sit down and and, and do a retirement income plan and and determine that you have sufficient income to not only meet the mortgage debt and payments on a consistent basis without ruining your lifestyle, then obviously that doesn't matter. But probably one of the biggest issues we find with individuals is that they really don't want to be encumbered with a mortgage uh, in retirement. And so we don't say you can't have one. We would never say that. We want to make sure you have the income necessary, Marie, to live comfortably the lifestyle that you want to live and if this is the type of lifestyle you want to live with the home that you've already dreamt of, so so be it. But let's make sure that uh, you've you've actually done a written income plan and you know where the sources of income are coming and that they're predictable and they're reliable so you don't get yourself in a a financial bind and have to lose that nice home that you want to have. So before you buy it, we'd encourage you to sit down and uh, let's talk about what your income needs are going to be in retirement and what what do you look like now as far as getting close to the goals of retirement and we'd like to help folks understand where they are and help them get to where they want to go so they thrive in retirement so that would be a good thing for you to do and uh, and to see hey maybe you can decide then whether it's it's something you want to do or not but you'll have
1: concrete numbers and and know why certainly a good question marie and uh Uh, good answer bill thanks for getting in touch marie let's talk about the signs of good financial health i know that you know there are many signs and uh, i'm going to mention a lot here then and you guys can comment on each one of these explain why each item on my list here is a sign of good financial health for retirees and pre-retirees number one and i can certainly see how this would be a sign of good financial health you spend less than you make well can you tell us about that one
2: well, if you never spend less than you make, you'll never save any money. So you definitely, you definitely want to be able to spend less money than you make. So you can put some aside. The sooner you learn this lesson, the better your lifestyle and more consistent your lifestyle will be throughout your life. So if you, for example, start in your 20s saving for retirement, maybe you only need to save 10% of your income. Wait until your 30s, you're going to need to ramp that up into your 40s. People are saving 20, 25, 30 percent of their income. The later you wait, the more you have to save because you don't have as much time for the money to grow and for the interest to compound. So, you definitely want to spend less money than you make,
1: okay? Uh, also, you understand the future tax implications of your savings. A lot of people can't fit themselves into that category but that's definitely a good sign isn't it
3: yeah you're talking about taxes you got to think about the government right daniel just talked about the need for spending less than you make right because the government doesn't spend less than it brings in (laughs) they're looking for more taxes so the answer the question obviously you need to understand the tax implications because you could be paying more than you should so a you know, well-defined income plan will, will also address the issues of taxation, and the income streams will be tax-sensitive. So we want to make sure that we're taking money from the right bucket, that we're paying less taxes in retirement, not more, because in retirement you're not earning a paycheck to bring money back in to replace what you're spending. you got to count on the prudently spending the money and making sure that you – or not uh, taking too much risk that you would lose your principal. So we're very, very concerned about taxes and retirement, and that's one of the subjects that we highly uh, emphasize and give direction on.
1: We're talking about signs of good financial health, and we all know how important it is for both spouses to be on the same page with you know, pretty much everything, but certainly with money issues. And if you're married, both you and your spouse, know enough about the retirement plan to be able to manage if something happens to the other one, that's a really good sign, isn't it?
2: It's a very good sign and it's something we don't always see. You know, when I meet with clients that are married, I always want to meet with their spouse there as well, so everyone is up to speed with what the plan is. If not, it can have potentially tragic consequences. You know, you want to understand what would the implications be if one person passes away early, especially when you're making the choices like, do I choose a survivor benefit on my pension? Do we maintain life insurance later into retirement? You have to understand the impact. If something one were to pass away sooner than expected, what would be the impact? Impact on the other spouse. Not just that, with both of them knowing the plan, let's say they're funding their retirement, they're going to be both better committed to funding it if they know that they're doing their part and living by the budget that they've created. So you're definitely, it's a good sign of financial health
1: if both spouses not only know but are committed to the financial plan. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of security-first asset management. We're talking about signs of good financial health. This is definitely one. You have a retirement income plan. We always talk about how important it is to have those income streams coming in, and if you don't have that, you're in big trouble. And uh, if someone has that worked out, then all the better.
3: You betcha, you, and I think we can truly mm-hmm. say that most of our clients do have a retirement income plan because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a retirement income plan, hallelujah. Unfortunately, the most individuals don't have. So when we find someone that has one, we're going to praise the heck out of that. And our whole goal and our, everything that we do centers on creating income plans for our clients in retirement. So we want them to be in good financial health, and that's a sign of good financial health.
1: The end result of all that, if you exhibit all those signs of good financial health, then you don't have to worry about your financial future. You don't have to lie awake at night stressing out and wondering if you're going to outlive your money because Bill and Daniel can help you make sure that doesn't happen, right?
2: That's exactly right. Most people's worry is unjustified, but they don't know that. They think, man, I'm not in good shape. It's because they haven't had a financial checkup. They haven't looked at where they're at to make sure they're on track. So a big part of what we do with something we call the Lifetime Income Blueprint is we put together a piece-by-piece plan for them that starts with where are you at today what path are you on what things can you do better you know if you've got a plan in place you're not going to worry as much about the future especially if you have regular checkups making sure you're still healthy the plan's still in in place heading the right direction and if you're sitting here listening today and, and you've noticed that maybe you don't have all these signs of good financial health please give us a call so we can put a plan of action into place for you We're very passionate about our community being well-prepared for retirement, and we want to extend an opportunity to you right now to help you be sure that you're well-prepared. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you if you call in the next 15 minutes and have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll talk to you about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes and make sure that you don't outlive your money. Now, you might say, I don't really have to call in the next 15 minutes. And yes, it's true. You could probably take care of it next week or next month. But here's the deal. We've been coaching people on retirement planning for a long time. And we've learned that it's too easy to procrastinate or get distracted. So if you don't start the process now, there's a very good chance that you're not going to do it at all. So the first coaching that we're going to give you is to encourage you to take the first step right now. For almost everybody, that's the hardest part. From there, it's really not a painful process. So if you're ready to finally get a plan in place, give us a call now. 800-987-1443,
1: that's 800-987-1443. Call that number, get on the calendar, for heaven's sake. All you got to do today is leave a message and a member of the team will get back with you. Then you can set a time to come in and talk with Daniel Neesmith, Bill Danner at Security First Asset Management. And again, 800-987-1443 is your number to call to make that happen. Listen, plan, and thrive. That's what this is all about. You can be comfortable during your retirement years and have the same kind of retirement that you've been dreaming about all these years. One more time on the number 800-987-1443. I'm Ron Stutz along with Bill Danner and Daniel Niesmith, Security First Asset Management. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.